In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, beloved children of God, and welcome to Thursday of the twelfth week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 29th day of June 2023. Together, let us call upon the Holy Spirit to come dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, I welcome you with joy to this day that we celebrate the solemnity of Saints Peter and Paul. The title of my homily today is Fight the Good Fight to the End. Fight the Good Fight to the end. The first reading today is taken from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 12, from verse 1 to verse 11. The second reading is taken from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy, chapter 4, from verse 6 to verse 8, and verse 17 to verse 18. The Gospel reading is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 16, from verse 13 to verse 19. In the second reading today, St. Paul says, Beloved, I am already on the point of being sacrificed. The time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. From now on, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord the righteous judge will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Now, this is part of what Paul tells us in the second reading today. Paul is here making reference to the struggles, to the trials, to the persecutions, to the betrayers that he had to necessarily contend with in the cause of proclaiming the gospel, in the cause of bearing witness to Jesus Christ, in the cause of bringing the message of salvation to the Gentiles and to the Jews alike. Now, what is this fight that is how he has fought to the finish? How has he kept this faith? And what was this faith that he had to keep so zealously that he never allowed the times of persecutions, trials, and challenges to deter him? It is simply that Jesus is the Christ, the anointed one, the Savior of the world. The profession that Peter made under the unction and the guidance of God the Father through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. For Jesus will ask his apostles, who do men say that the Son of Man is? And the Son mistook him to be the prophet 
Isaiah, for some he is John the Baptist, and others saw him as one of the old prophets. None was able to see in him the expected Messiah, the anointed of God, who has come into the world for the salvation of the world. And Jesus asked the apostles themselves, But you, my close companions, who do you say that I am? Have you been able to recognize my true identity? What are you going to preach to the world? What image about the Son of Man are you going to teach the world? And Peter spoke up and said, You are the Christ. Jesus is the Christ, the Savior of the world. And immediately, Jesus acknowledged the fact that Peter has spoken under the guidance of God the Father, inspired by the Holy Spirit. Nevertheless, he said to Peter, Even though I'm going to build the church upon you, the rock, do not forget, the gates of Hades will rise against you, will contend with you, will fight against you, will persecute you. But know this, the gate of hell shall never prevail against the church. This very declaration, this very pronouncement is what came through in the first reading of today. Peter was arrested. Peter was imprisoned. Peter was tortured, was molested, was abused. But when Herod wanted to make a mess of Peter, God himself saved him from the prison a night before that day. Beloved child of God, God is able to save you. Yes, the gate of Hades, the gate of hell, the forces of darkness shall never prevail against the church. And so don't be afraid of fighting a good fight. As long as you have chosen to follow Christ the Savior, be prepared for all these, for fights, the good fight. And what is this fight about? Is it a fight? Is it a warfare that need the use of material weapons? No. For St. Paul will say, we battle not against flesh and blood but against powers and principalities in wickedness in high places. We battle against forces of darkness, values of the devil, and principles that are promoted by the agents of the kingdom of darkness. Yes, we battle against every form of darkness, against every form of injustice, against immorality, against all forms of iniquities, against all forms of wickedness. And so our weapon of warfare is not carnal, is not material, it's virtue. Our weapon of warfare is the doing of the will of God. Is in preaching Christ the Savior to the world. And who is Christ the Savior? The one who has come to show us the way to live as the children of God. 
And so we are the four at the war front of showing to the world how to live as God's own children, as God's own creatures, as subjects of God. And watch that in the first reading, when Herod killed James, perhaps he might not have proceeded with persecuting the Christians if the Jewish people rose against him expressed their reservation. But when he saw that it pleased the Jews, he now went on to persecute the early Christians and killed many. Dear children of God, you must always remember that in the course of this fight, this good fight, this fight of virtue against vices, the fight of light against darkness, the fight of justice against injustice, the fight of righteousness against unrighteousness, the fight against corruption, the fight against bad governance, the fight against evil policies, against um godly sexual orientations, the fight against the forces waging war against the traditional godly family systems and family values and values of the kingdom of God, we are going to experience enemies from within the flock, the supposed flock of God. Yes, in that your office, where you want to always insist on having the right thing done, people of your kind who are supposed to fight shoulder to shoulder with you against the common enemy of light and righteousness will at times rise against you. You must never be deterred. You must never be discouraged. Christians will fight against you instead of joining you in fighting against policies that are targeted in a no restricting religious way of life that is pleasing in the sight of God. When you stand to promote what is the ideal as given by God through the person of Jesus Christ, the, the Lord and the Savior, those who profess faith in this same Jesus will at times rise against you and these will continue to motivate the real enemies of the church, of the Christian people in carrying out persecutions against the church, in perpetuating evil in the human society. But we are not to be discouraged. Even if it will cost pouring out our lives as libation in defense of the faith and the values that we hold on to, we must continue to be persistent because if we fight the good fight to the end, we too, like Paul, like Peter, shall be rewarded with the crown of glory in the kingdom of heaven. And so today as we go on with our daily activities, let us be encouraged by the fact that even though this fight may be tough, God is with us. And because God is with us, victory is certain. May God give us the grace to fight on the side of virtue 
rather than the side of vices in promoting the will of God and creating the society that will continue to be a place of God's glory through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.